Hello, good people. Hello, everyone out there. My sisters, my brothers. You know, it's all great. It, it has been great. It has been great. You know, spending time with God, being with God. It has been great. It is super. <laughs> There's no word really that I can use to to explain how it has been or how it feels to just um, being dependent on God and to be in the shelter of the Most High, you know, all the days of one's life or all this time, you know, I've been spending my time with God and it, it has been great, guys. It has been fulfilling. It has brought me peace. It has brought me growth. It has made me realize who I am. And, you know, each and every time God is just removing each and every branch in me that does not bear good fruits. And I am at a place whereby I'm calm. You know, I'm so calm right now. And I am realizing that each and every word that is in the Bible is live, is, is, is active, and it serves a purpose. And if ever you want to see the manifestation of the word of God, you need to seek him. You need to find him. You know, I'm not here to preach about money. I'm not here to convince you of my God. I'm not here to really manipulate you or lie to you or things like that. That is not my purpose. Because I believe that most of us have been hurt. Most of us have been mocked. Most of us, we are at a place whereby we, were, we are fed up. Because even me, I was at a place whereby I was fed up with this church. Because you think that going to church is, is a place of, of love. It's a place of peace. You know, it's a place whereby you can call it home. And it's a place whereby you will find yourself. And... When the world outside it is not right for you, it is not treating you right, then automatically you will go to church and you believe that that is one place that I'm going to feel at home, that I'm going to belong. But what I've realized that right now, most of the churches, church has a standard nowadays. And a standard, it is not that place that we can call home that is why you find most of the people they are not going to church because they are fed up they are frustrated you know because that one place whereby they believe that this is where i can go and cry and i know i'm gonna come a better person i know that i'm gonna come with peace i know i'm gonna come having answers i know i'm gonna come being different i wouldn't be at the same place that i was when i went but coming out i'm gonna be a different person who has peace who has answers who has a different perspective of everything that life or when life throws had stones or fire or whatever at you, right? So that's what I've learned personally because even me, 
I was at a place whereby I was fed up because I did not find what I believe I could find in a church. You know,、um, I remember before I can grow into the things of God, I used to be this kind of a person. Oh my goodness, thank God that I've grown so much. <laughs> you know, I used to be this kind of a person whereby I will go to church and I will see a little mistake or a wrong thing that a person will do that really don't speak of.、Um, Of God, or of the character of God, or maybe of my expectations in terms when when you go to church, because for me that is why I I even it was hard for me to accept this ministry, because I had this perspective or I have this idea that you know church is you know or, or pastors you know I used to believe that pastors are are, are righteous, are righteous. That is why when God called me into the ministry, and I'm like God. What are you calling me? I mean, I can't be, because I'm not righteous. In my mind, I was thinking I am not righteous. People who are standing here and preaching your word are righteous. Up until God showed me the other side, or up until I saw the other side, and now everything changes. And now I submitted myself. I surrendered to the ministry, and I'm like God. Thank you for teaching me that you perfect us. As we go, or as we grow into knowing you, or as we grow into the ministry, you know, God did not call us from a place of perfection. You know, He called us. He, he wherever that He has found you, that is why the the, the 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 last time I said, God wants to start with you. You know, for He understands more than anyone else where you have been. He understands more than anyone else the kind of trauma, the kind of pain. He understand why are you the person that you are today, and he is the only one who can heal you. He is the only one who can put you together again. Because remember, wherever that you have lost yourself, your spirit is connected to each and every piece of you. So the only one who can call each and every piece, or who can really remove again all the branches that does not bear good fruits in you. It is God. He is the one who it can separate, and who is He is the one again who can bring together again. There is this voice, but I just know it from heart when I speak it in my language. I don't know if ever you'll understand because I won't know how to translate it into English, but I can speak it in my language. But those who understand, it just says that. Yeah, I know what be or or tab or it's it says that what be it's about Afudisa, right? So, God is the only one who can call you from different places that you have lost yourself. He's the only one who can bring you peace. I know, as people, we we look for peace、um, in people. We look for peace in things. And we can never find peace in things. We can't. You know, I just want to share with you. In the week, the Holy Spirit has been sharing into my spirit, and it is so sad. Like I've been saying that nowadays, a church has standard. <laughs> It has standard, ne? And there are so many things that did not really make sense. That why is it so important when you go into a church and you just 
uh, a new member and now you have to intro you. Okay, it's not, there's nothing wrong uh, when introducing yourself, but why is it necessary to say uh, where you are working? I never understand that question. I, I never, because it separates you from the rest. And at that time, you, you it, it makes you feel inadequate that, oh my goodness, I'm working this small job and I'm just there, you know, in this uh, crowd and I'm, I'm exposing myself like that, you see? It's like now you're exposing your financial, but that's how it is. You need to expose your financial because, you know, in most churches, that's how you get your promotion. You don't get your promotion because you, 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 it's, it's your purpose, you know? Or, or, or maybe, I don't know, you just get the position because you, of your status, you know, because you have a better job, a better paying job. So, <laughs> oh my God, that is why we are going to be reading from the book of Matthew 21. It's something that God, the Holy Spirit has been really um, uh, talking to me about. So Matthew 21 verse 18, it says, and said, and he said to them, it is written in the scriptures that God said, my temple will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a hideout for thieves. Other a version, it says, a den of thieves. A den of thieves, right? It is no longer a house of prayer. Hence, I'm saying it is no longer a place that you can go and, you know, you find love. It's not a place anymore whereby you will go and you will come a different person at peace. You know, um, unfortunately, you're going to come more broken than ever. Because, like I said, a church has a standard. You know, a church hurt people. They have favoritism in the church. It is self-seeking. It shames others. And oppresses others. It's all about the financial gain. It's all about blasphemy. It blasphemes the Holy Spirit. Because honestly, some churches or most of the churches are cults. So that is why they blaspheme the Holy Spirit. False prophecy. And it looks good on the outside, right? <laughs> you know, I, I never really couldn't understand this. What? Why we are being given a per- perception that uh, a church, the people who are going to church, they are righteous. You know, nowadays you will find that church, God is no longer in church. But God is amongst people. Because church is too righteous, right? The people, they are too righteous, but inside we are so broken. But now it is so hard for us. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure why do we uh, uh, limit God. Or what is it? Because most of the time, you know, it's, it's like when you go to church and you just want, it's so hard to open up. It is so hard to just, but how do we heal? We heal by opening up, right? We heal by exposing our weaknesses, right? But now we are so afraid to just be truthful and be ourselves in church because of this standard. Hence I'm saying, a church nowadays, it has standard. 
And now you will think people who are going to church, they are righteous. But maybe they will look righteous outside, but inside it's a bunch of broken people, sad people, hurt people, fed up people, frustrated people, you name it. So what is the use? What is salvation at the end of the day? If ever we don't come as we are, we don't open our hearts or we don't open ourselves unto God because God, in terms of healing us, he, we need to be open to him. We need to be open to our father so that he can start operating on us, right? He can start opening our heart and removing each and everything. But if ever we're just going to go and, 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 and be righteous in front of God, whereby he is expecting us to open our hearts, to open ourselves, as much as I say that he just wants to start with you. He wants to teach you how to learn. But if ever you are not willing to give of yourself, how will he teach you how to crawl, how to speak again, how to walk again? Because starting over with God, that's a place whereby he knows that where he is, uh, where you are or where he is really, um, what is the word? Where he is with you or where he is beginning with you, it's a place whereby you need to shed so many things. So many things need to be uncovered or covered. There are so many things that you need to separate from. So many things that you need to let go. So many things that you need to move away from. So many things that you need to, uh, uh, he needs to peel it off. He needs to peel some layers from your heart that is why you the bible says the word of god is a double-edged sword because when it pierces into the heart of man it begins to operate into the heart of man it begins to peel off the layer of hurt it begins to peel off the layer of of, of trauma it begins to peel off the layer of 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 whatever the situations that you've been through of abuse of being violated you name it it, it, it will come and and, and 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 peel off the layer of frustration the layer of depression the layer of so many things that you went through and at that time you thought that there's nothing that can heal you but when god come into your life that is why i'm saying again god just wants to start with you and your willingness god does not take it for granted because he understands that when you extend your hand he needs to extend his hand in immediately because he understand that from the foundation point or from that point on he there is a lot of work that needs to do then the pruning season there is a lot that god needs to do with you if ever you allowing yourself for god to come and do an operation through his word do an operation in you but most of us we are so comfortable there is a thing about us we are so comfortable in living life the way... And I don't know if ever we have made peace that this is me. Are we that comfortable? Have we, have we made peace with our situation, with our, with our wounds? Have we made peace with our scars? Have we made peace with so many things that have been going wrong in our lives? 
have we made peace that this is me this there was i don't know guys have we made peace are we so comfortable in our lives are, are, are we are we so comfortable that we don't want god to come and walk it out for us are we so comfortable that we don't want god to come and figure it out for us are we so comfortable that we don't want God to come and peel off these layers that are weighing us down? Are we so comfortable in our lives, in our hurt, in our depression, in everything? Because maybe we think that we are in control. Maybe we think that this is how it should be. Maybe we think that this is the things that you are used to. You know how to deal with them. Maybe we are thinking that there is no way I can come out of this situation. This is my end. This is my end. Maybe we have made peace with the ending, but we don't want to make peace and start with God so that he can give us life. Oh my goodness, I like that. We are so comfortable right now with the ending that leads to death, but we are not comfortable so much so that we want to fight and start with God and go back from the beginning with God. Can we go back from the beginning with God because God wants you to take from the beginning. Remember it does not matter how old are you. I I've, I've spoken about that before. It does not matter how old are you because now I'm sure that you are reasoning unto God but God I am 50, I'm 60, I'm 70, I'm dying next year. This is my finish. Who said that? Who said that God cannot come and start with you at the age of 70? Who said that God will never come and start with you at the age of of 80? Who said God cannot come and start with you wherever that you are? God wants to start with you. Stop reasoning unto God and giving him reasons that you you yourself you are not even sure about not even sure where life or where is your finishing line. The only person who knows who wants to God just wants to start with you. He just wants your heart. He just wants you to surrender your heart unto him. You know, I don't know what's wrong with me nowadays, you know. I will be I hold everything down that the Holy Spirit has been preaching to me in the week. But now I can see that the 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 topic is so different right now, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, but um yeah, God just wants to start with you. You know, he just wants to remove all the layers in you. He just wants to teach you how to walk again so that you come out as gold so that you come out resembling him so that you come out producing the fruits of the spirit my goodness so that you come out shining and beautiful as he has created you to be and you come out testifying of the power of god of the name of god and you come out living your purpose you know what i rather if ever god has given me two years and i'm in my 80s right now you know i would rather do i would rather seek the face of god at that age of 80 so if ever god will bring me two more years into my life then i will live those two years as as as, as uh, in in purpose I will live those remaining two years living in the days that God had fashioned for me. 
I will live those two years serving God in truth and in spirit. I will live those two years that will bring me peace because now all the 80 whatever or all the 72 8 years they did not matter but I will make sure that the remaining two years I serve God the remaining two years I live a life of purpose the remaining two years I'm just in my position the remaining two years I'm in my obedience the remaining two years I'm in the position to serve God the remaining two years I'm just living you know in the shelter of the most high the remaining two years it's me living in the days that God has written has fashioned for me I rather it be like that because you know what We don't know the the mysteries of life that is the thing we don't know but only God knows can't you trust God enough with whatever that you have can't you trust God because remember we have trusted men you know can we give our best unto God because we have given our best it you know why you know I, I, sometimes i just ask myself why is it so easy to give your best to someone else but it is so hard to give your best unto God What makes it so hard just to change everything about you just to want to change everything and not look back but just serve God but being in Christ and knowing him and he will open his heart and 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 give you the desires of your heart you know whereby you are going to live a life of purpose maybe today it just as testimony you know I'm just sharing a testimony about my life you know and even the last uh week the, the 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 message was powerful you know remember i'm just a vessel i'm just a vessel and i am learning as well once the holy spirit ministers into my spirit i'm learning as well i'm in a class as well the my father teaches me and now i come and just pour out unto you because he pours into me i learn first he needs to minister to me he minister unto my spirit so that when i minister unto you it does not come from an empty empty place right and <laughs> you know i remember um one of the toughest thing in the ministry when i started i did not know how to read the bible guys i did not understand the bible at all and it was so difficult for me because i was so scared and i kept on asking god what is it that i'm going to say to these people because number one i can read the bible i don't understand the bible but little did i know i just needed to shift into my position and everything will be aligned. You know ministry is the easiest thing ever if ever God is the one who is teaching you the Bible, who is teaching you the word. It is the most easy and it's so effortless. You know because you just know your position and God will do the rest. He pours into your spirit. He fills you up. Oh my goodness. You know there is a very best version of yourself that is hidden in Christ. I know I say it over and over again and it's so beautiful because God teaches you so many things. How will you be able to differentiate from the from the voice that speaks into your life because at the end of the day you need to know the voice of God so that you can follow it. He says, "My sheep they know my voice." and they follow my voice. So, if ever you don't know the voice of God, believe you me, you're going to follow each and every voice that speaks. Even the voice of the devil, it can come and mimic itself. It can come and sound like the voice of our father. 
it can come and just brainwash you it can come and manipulate you it can come and just uh, uh, present itself as, uh, as as the voice of god as the voice of light as the voice of goodness but at the end of the day it is not but it is within you having a relationship with god so that you are able to discern you are able to differentiate from the voices that speaks in your life so that you follow the voice of truth and you follow the voice that does not imprison you that does not oppress you that does not put you in cage that does not really uh, uh, um, uh, um, that uh, that will never that that you will, okay yeah that you won't succumb into the standards of this world you need to listen to the voice of god that frees you the voice that transforms you the voice that elevates you the voice that uh, that speaks life unto you the voice that frees you not only you but it speak into your generation and generation the voice that can come and lay its foundation the voice that really can come and cover you the voice that protects you the voice that uh, uh, um, refines you my goodness the voice that restores you the voice that gives you a new image because the bible says in him we are new creatures right so the voice that speaks it needs to elevate you it needs to transform you so that you are a different person so that it it, it, it renews and it renews your mind that voice renews your mind so that you understand who you are and it positions you it aligns you with the will of god God, it aligns you with who you are, with your purpose in God. It aligns you with the promises of God. It aligns you with each and everything that God has spoken about you. And it aligns you to his promises. It aligns you to where you are supposed to your destiny. Thank you, Jesus. It allows you to your destiny. So you need to differentiate the voices that speaks into your life because some of the things we have come to make them a norm and we have diagnosed ourselves that this is my problem. This is what I have. This is my disorder and it's okay. I can never become better. I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life. I'm going to be like this for until. But did God speak that unto your life? Did God brought you that did god bring you that disorder because god his voice is a voice that will never leave you with each with anything that is disorder that is confusion in your life the voice of god frees you from disorder it frees you from confusion it frees you from each and everything that does not resemble the image of god so you ask yourself why are we okay why have we normalized which god did not speak into our lives why are we comfortable with god did not speak into our lives so we need god we need god i'm a living testimony and i am testifying of the goodness of God of the greatness of God of the presence of God because when it came into my life I was not this person but I'm a different person right now and I am falling in love with this image 
I am falling in love. You know, you know, this thing is so crazy because I remember when I was young, you know, I used to look myself in the mirror and I'm like, you know, Sugi, I want to, when I want, when I look into the mirror, I want to see the reflection that reflects the you. What I will say, no, no, no. I want, when I look in the mirror, I want to be proud of the person that I am looking at. I don't want to see a stranger into the mirror. But most of us, we are seeing strangers. We don't even know ourselves. Because, so, you know, it's so funny that we, you will even have a conversations with yourself that, but, you know, I, I, I don't recognize this person. I used to be like this. Because remember, all of us, we know that. We know this, 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 this conversations that we are having. But I used to be like this. I used to love people. I used to care about people. I used to be this giving person. And it brought me peace. But why this animosity? Why this hatred? Why this impatience? Why am I like this right now? What happened to me? What happened to me? Because I used to be loving. I used to get, regardless, it, it, doesn't, it, it won't matter if ever a person returns whatever or gives. I, I didn't, I, you know, you did not care. You will give because you, it gives you peace. You will give because that's who you are. You will give because it completed you. You love because it completed you. It, it, it doesn't matter if ever the, the, the next person returns or does not return or come and say thank you or they don't say thank you. It did not rely on that. But you giving you offering of yourself to goodness, it fulfilled you. So now you're asking yourself, but what happened to me? You know, I, I, sometimes it's so scary. It's so painful that how many people in hospitals are there crying for their lives? Do you think people, they like to be stuck in machines or being in machines? People, they don't like it. It's painful. I can just imagine how painful it is. You are in machines. You drink pills. Each and every day, the needles are being pierced through you, things like that. It must be painful. We need to start praying for one another. We need to start praying for one another, guys. We need to start a chain prayer. Can we start a chain prayer? I can I urge each and every one of you who are listening. Can we start a chain prayer each and every time when we pray? We pray for one another. We pray for peace. We pray for deliverance. We pray for salvation. We pray that, you know, God, remove a heart of stone in me. Oh, my God. God, may you remove a heart of stone in me. That is why I was talking about the word of God, removing each and every layer. Because remember, through everything that we've been through in life, now we have a stone layer in our hearts. So the word of God can drill through that layer of stone. <laughs> Oh, I love the word of God. A word of God can drill through that layer of stone so that it can reveal the heart of flesh. Or God can give you a heart of flesh. But we need the word of God to drill through that heart of stone. We need that. So I am here. You know, can we make a chain prayer? And pray for one another. And may we not harden our hearts to the word of God. 
May we not harden our hearts to receive God. May we not harden our hearts to be who God wants us to be. May we not harden our hearts and reason according to the standards of this world. May we not harden our hearts and reason through our pain. May we not harden our hearts and reason and, and reason through our frustrations and reason through our traumas and reason through the things that we are used to. May we not harden our hearts and reason through the cravings of this world. May we not harden our hearts and reason through the desires of this world. May we not harden our hearts and reason from people's perspective. May we not harden our hearts and reason through our insecurity and our fear. May we not harden our hearts and reason through what the world has taught us or what people may have been or may have done in our lives. May we not harden our hearts and miss God and miss the presence of God. May we reason through God and may we bring forth unto God our generation. You know, may we bring forth unto God and open our hearts so that the word of God can come and drill through that heart of stone. May we not reason through our lack. May we not reason through our lack. May we not come in the presence of God and reason through our complaints. May we not reason through accusing God of what did not, what did he, what, uh, may we not do that. But may we come into the presence of God and reason as children. May we humble ourselves and be as children unto God because we want to learn how to work. You know, I understand. I, sometimes I do understand where that came from. When Nicodemus come to Jesus and say, I heard you preaching about being born again in the kingdom of God. But I want to understand. Do I need to go back into my mother's womb? You know, I understand that. That the, 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 the heart of Nicodemus, I understand where, it, where that comes from. Can we reason through God and surrendering our hearts unto God so that he can come and be a father and teach us how to walk and teach us how to speak and teach us how to hear his voice and teach us how to follow his voice and teach us how to know his voice so that at the end of the day we are not lied and manipulated so that at the end of the day we are who or we move into our position of obedience you know i'm just hoping that next time we are going to be preaching <laughs> okay i can't tell i can't tell i can't tell you know me Whenever I'm in the presence of God, that's my peace. So um, that's my prayer, everyone. May we pray for one another. All four corners of the world. May we bring each and every individual into the presence of God and allow God to deal with the hearts of men. And, you know, without subtracting and adding anything into the word of God. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I know I've been talking about my YouTube uh, channel, but it is coming very soon. 
very soon it is coming and i'm so excited about it oh my goodness now the holy spirit has been teaching me so many things guys i don't know how to do it you know i wish i could just like do it all at once but i can't i can't right it's so much so much information so much we need to know we need to know this guys so each and every time i'm just can we go into the presence of god can we start over with god from the beginning allow him to walk with you allow him allow him you won't regret it you know i'm a living testimony my goodness okay thank you for listening family thank you and without adding anything to the word of god my name is suki and i am all about my father's business stay blessed <laughs>